There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Dorothy Gale. Welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast with your host, Eric Blake. This show offers valuable insights and advice on retirement planning, specifically tailored for women. Join us as we explore various challenges that arise during retirement planning and discuss practical ways to overcome them. With years of experience in retirement planning as a financial professional, Eric brings a wealth of knowledge to the table. He is joined by guests who will also offer unique perspectives and insights. Together, they provide practical tips and strategies to help you delegate some of the heavy lifting and make the most of your retirement. Whether you are a widow, divorced, or simply ready to take control of your financial future, this podcast is designed to help you navigate the complexities of retirement planning and make the most of this exciting phase of life. We take a step-by-step approach to help you understand what's next and guide you through the retirement planning journey. So sit back, relax, and let us help you build your retirement on your terms with another episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast with Eric Blake. Welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast with your host, Eric Blake. I'm Wendy McConnell. Well, that is a different quote. I'm sorry. I had to giggle a little bit. That's all right. I was hoping for that. So did you know that Dorothy's last name was Gail, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz? I had no idea. Well, (laughs) it's not something that's real common knowledge, but yeah, I I did know that at some point, but yeah, it's not something we focus on, but yeah. So why that quote today? That quote, because we have a very special guest. We are going to be joined by Mary Greer. Mary is responsible for business development for first class home uh, caregivers. Sorry, first class caregivers. It's a Dallas-based senior care company that provides premium non-clinical in-home caregiving services. And this continues in a series of episodes that we've had on long-term health care. In our last episode, we chatted with Dina Mabry, who is a long-term care specialist. She helped us define what long-term care is, but more importantly, what some of your options are for paying for long-term care. So if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to episode 12. But today we are focused on home care because nobody really wants to go to a facility, but how can you or your family member stay in their home as long as possible. So Mary Greer, welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast. Thanks so much, Eric. And actually, of course, I knew that Dorothy's last name was (laughs) Gail because The Wizard of Oz happens to be my favorite movie. So that's- I have to to tell you, my wife, being a history teacher, she knows every single detail behind the story of The Wizard of Oz. And it's way more than what we, most people realize related to the depression and all kinds of things. When she tells that story, it's amazing how all the different comparisons of the characters and who they represented. So it's a, uh, I, I may have to have her on the podcast sometime just to explain the Wizard of Oz to all of us. Sounds like a fascinating story. <laughs> I look forward to it. Absolutely. So let's get into it, Eric. Yes, Mary. So I would love to hear your background. Mary, to me, you know, we've had a chance to chat before, uh, before we scheduled the recording, got a little bit more of her, uh, of her story, her background, and it's pretty amazing. She's kind of a Renaissance woman. She's got her hands in all kinds of different things. But one of the things that she says is I'm here to help. And when I say that, I really mean it. So I'd love to get your story, Mary, and how ultimately you got into the home care world. Well, a lot of it has to do, and let's go back to the Wizard of Oz just a second. I always watched it with my grandmother and she would never let me watch the part about the flying monkeys because she thought that was a little too scary for 
my for me as a child. So I, to this day, have never seen the part of the Wizard of Oz with the flying monkeys. I always get up and leave the room, turn my head or something. <laughs> so I really enjoyed the time that I had with my grandmother. And that led me a lot into what I'm doing today. I do not come from an elder care background. I don't come from a clinical background. I come out of automotive instruction. That's about as far away as you're going to get. But I have been, I was the caregiver for my grandmother, for my mother, for my daddy, and for my great aunt Rose, because she and I outlived everybody else. That had, that put me on the path. I love working with seniors, disabled veterans, the folks that sometimes fall through the crack or get forgotten. And so that I have made that my mission. I have a mission statement that you don't, the first thing as you develop an illness or get older or have an accident, the first thing you don't lose your eyesight, your, your hearing, your sense of smell, your ability to walk. The very first thing you lose is your dignity. And I get up every morning and I go to work with the plan to give someone back their dignity. I feel like in um, home care that I have that ability to every day to touch someone in some way that gives them back a portion of their previous life and gives them back a little bit of dignity that a disease or an accident or old age has taken away from them. So one of the things, Mary, I know there's a little bit of a selfish reason for having you on, quite honestly, is because <laughs> my grandmother who is extremely close to me. She, again, she's one of my wives, my mom and my grandmother, uh, you know, she was widowed when she was 62. My grandmother was, and our family is going through this today. You know, my aunt and my mom are both responsible for providing care for, for my grandmother, who's now 88. And she is trying to stay in her home as long as possible. So getting your insight I, to me, again, I'm hoping to pick up, pick up nuggets of my own that I can then pass along. So I, as we talked about your background, now what I'd really be interested in is just sharing some of the insights into what you think the unique challenges are. The needs of senior citizens when it comes to home care, how can your expertise address these challenges? Well, the first thing that, that we do as a company with first-class caregivers is when we start talking to the family, we go out and do an assessment. All of our assessments are free. And that helps us to determine what's going on because sadly when you see grandma or your your loved one when you see them every day you may not see different parts of the decline when you have that assessment in front of you then three months six months down the road if we come out and do another assessment you can sit down and say oh my gosh grandma could do these 10 things in June, and now it's October and she can't. That's the very first thing, is to really assess the situation because our care director has 30 years of experience. She has been a caregiver. She has risen up the ranks, but she's got boots on the ground. So she's able to look at a situation and know kind of not only what's going on today, but what pattern it is going to follow for the months and, and the years to come. It's very hard on the family members to be caregivers. I'll be honest, I've done it. It ain't easy. 
and it ain't pretty either. But we will come out and show you tricks to help you as a family caregiver on, you know, how to hold the family member when they get up. So today, instead of falling, and then you have to call EMS to come get them up, how to literally hold them so that they slide down your body and you're able to pick them up off of your legs instead of off of the floor. She shows ways to get people in and out of the bed so as not to hurt them. Because as you get older, just somebody catching you by the arm or something can break your arm or cause a big skin tear. That's what we try to do is to educate. Everybody wants to stay in their home and actually test prove that you'll probably live four to five years longer. If you're in your home or in, in what you consider home, it may be a community, but if you're in your home, because you're there where your church is, where your friends are, where your grocery store, you can walk somewhere and it gives you a sense of peace. But as we know, that isn't always possible without having help. So what we try to do is to educate. We're not going to come out and say, oh, you've got to have caregivers. You've got to have caregivers tomorrow. This is a bad situation. Even if it is, we're not going to approach it like that. We're not in the business to scare anybody. But we want to come in. We want to educate you. And then we want to find out what your needs are. Maybe it's where you or your family can't afford to go to a community. I will be very honest. Communities are very expensive. Right. Um and so staying at home, you, you already own that home. So when you stay at home, you know, that does cut down a lot on your expenses. When somebody can come in and give the caregivers a break, that helps a lot too. And we try to be able to do that maybe a weekend off or a week off or something like that. And it makes it easier to keep your loved one. But the very first thing is let's get, let's get them assessed. Let's see what's going on in the home because a doctor can assess you in his office, but he doesn't see your home. And my joke to this is my mother had a 3,800 square foot house and she collected throw rugs. And when she broke her leg, I, don't, I cannot tell you how many trips I made to the garage with an armload of throw rugs over my arm because she left her rugs. She didn't want carpet. So we can assess the home. We can watch your family member in that home and tell you things. So my first suggestion is to get a company. Now, I want it to be first-class caregivers, but we know that there's a lot. There's over 600 caregiving companies in the DFW area. Now, I personally think we're the best, but... <laughs> Call someone, get them to come out and do an assessment, see your family member in action at home and start from that point. Know, have you a starting point, Have a, draw you a baseline, and then we can go from that point. So once, let's say, okay, so an assessment has been done and it's been determined that either by your recommendation or, you know, the, a, a joint uh, effort between family mm -hmm. and, the, and your group, what type of care could somebody expect what's what would be kind of an example of a caregiving situation where you're coming into the home what types of services do can you handle those types of uh, those types of scenarios well of course we're non-medical so if 
they need some type of medical treatment. We can do medication reminders and we do to make sure the medicine is taken. But what we can do is we go in I like to think of us not so much as a company. We're going to come in and develop a relationship with the client and with the client's family. I like to think of us more as your cousin Maude has come for the day to help. We come in, we do meal preparation. Very important that our seniors eat regular meals and drink their water. So we're going to constantly be reminding you of water because when that UTI sets up and someone has dementia, has Alzheimer's and is developing sundowners, if they're not drinking water, they're going to have a UTI. And honestly, they're probably going to end up in the hospital. But we come in, we do that meal prep. We help with the baths. We can do a standby assist. If you need us to, we can hop right in there and help in the shower. We provide transportation to doctor's appointments. We can go in and make notes if the family needs that. We do light housekeeping, do laundry. We're, we really can do anything that you want because we build a program for every single person that we have as a client. Now, some companies will give you a menu to choose from. We don't do that. We build the program that you need, your family member needs, and we base everything off of the needs at that moment. We can walk the dog. We have one client that we feed, the, we help the little old ladies feed the horses. So we're there to do what you need. And we're, but we're not, one thing we're not going to be able, we're not going to do is we're not going to be sitting around on our phone or anything like that. Well, in, in, in conclusion, we do exactly what you need. So we can, uh, we'll go through on the assessment and we will find out what you need. Three meals a day. We can start at four hours of care. We can go all the way to 24-7 and we can do live-in. It depends on what the person in the family needs. Well, and I have to share just a quick story because you you actually described almost the exact scenario that my grandmother's dealing with, with the, the do you call it sundowners? Is that what it's called? Yes, sundowners where she, you get a little bit later in the afternoon, she kind of forgets where she's at, that she's actually in her own home. But one of the, one of the most amazing things, and I know, I know this is a memory thing, but she, she'll forget where, kind of where she's at. Remembers the dog that I had when I was a teenager. So she has these, the pictures that are running across. So she's got the video pictures that scrolls through all different pictures from everywhere. And she remembered the dog that I had when I was, you know, in my teens and she goes, Oh, there's, there's you and Sandy running down the beach. It's like, and it's just the most amazing thing that she remembers that like it was yesterday. And yeah. it's just, you know, it's one of those things you're, you're happy that she still remembers, has those memories in her mind that she can look back on, even yeah. though obviously it's, it's somewhat sad that she has those because it, it gets frustrating. And that's one of the biggest challenges. And we're coming into the season of it getting dark earlier and being dark later in the mornings. I recommend everyone go to um, your hardware store, Lowe's, Home Depot, Ace Hardware, and get the, the, the lights, the light bulbs that simulate sunlight and put those in the house because it will give them more of an idea of sunlight and it eases them it more into the evening hours and especially during the winter when it's already dark and you have maybe a dark cloudy day, it really will help the person to 
have simulated sunlight. That's an excellent suggestion. So in terms of just a couple more questions. So how do you, how do most people pay for your services? Is it just strictly out of pocket, long-term care insurance? What are the options that, that are available when people want to need to pay for this types of care? We accept long-term care insurance and we work with all companies. If it's a company we haven't worked with, it takes maybe five minutes for us to get set up. So we do long-term care, we do private pay, of course, and we accept VA. Got it. Okay. Excellent. So I try to wrap up with this question. If there's a situation, you know, think of a family, maybe an individual where you felt like, you know, this is where I really, where I really made a difference in somebody's life. Is there an example you can give? You don't have to share names, of course, but just where it it touched you and you say, you know, this is really why I do what I do. Yes, we have a couple of little old ladies, and I say that very lovingly. And we, by us coming in, we've been able to keep them in their home. They don't want to leave their home. It is the house that that was left to them by their parents. And it's a kind. Well, at one point it was out in the country. Fort Worth's getting there pretty quickly, but it it is it's allowing them to stay at home. And quite honestly, I don't think they would thrive in a community setting because they do have horses. They do have dogs. I think they have ducks and chickens too, because as I said, their house was at one time out in the country. So they're able to stay at home and have their pets and have their life. And hopefully they'll end their days there. So that whenever I think about them, that's always a great feeling. But one thing I'd like to add, Eric, is anyone that's listening to this podcast Please, if you have any questions about senior, disabled, or VA care, please call me because, or contact me in some way. Because if I can't help you, I can pretty much guarantee that I know the person that can. I do not charge consulting service, consulting fees. I will simply introduce you to who you need to know. I've got a couple of friends who have written books on senior living that I'm so happy to pass those along to people and please let my let my network work for everyone that has questions in senior or disabled or veterans care because i will help you so do you know uh, are there's a couple of books maybe you could list that we could maybe put in the show notes? yes in fact i have copies right here <laughs> um <laughs> we have secrets to senior living and that's the step-by-step guide to choosing the right option for your family That is written by Tiffany Ricketts. Tiffany actually owns a care home in Denton. I was out there last week. It's magnificent. And it is a home setting. That's becoming an option for our seniors. And then very important, we have paying for long-term care. It's the essential guide to understanding and funding senior care. And that was written by Jules Hicks. I believe you're going to have Jules on your podcast. Yes, we already had Jules on. Wonderful. Those are two amazing books written by by local authors that give you an idea of how to take care of yourself because not everybody has family. In in my case, my partner Patrick and I, we just have one another. All of our families are passed away. So it gives you a guide to both of these ladies have written amazing books that help you navigate your senior years. 
Perfect. And I'm going to ask you if in just a bit to share how people can get, can get in touch with you. But one thing I don't want to miss, and this is something you actually shared as a, in part of our preparation, the idea of making sure that people se seek out help well before they actually may need it, but also yes. what happens if there's an emergency situation, a quick decision has to be made. If you can maybe share a little bit about that. We can certainly, long-term long planning is amazing, but I'm sorry, anybody that calls me pretty much needed to call me last month. But no, we can <laughs> we can get you set up really, really zippy quick. Last month, I had someone to call me at four o'clock on a Thursday afternoon, and she said, mom's in hospice, she's in a community, we're just, we're dead, we ought to have a break. I said, okay. I said, let me get some information. I got some basic information. I said, when do you want services to start? She goes, how about today? I'm like, well, okay. I said, what time would you like the services to start? She said, how fast can you get here? We were there in an hour and a half. Wow. <laughs> we can do quick turnarounds and we try to. It's not ideal, but but grandma breaking her leg, daddy having a seizure, that nothing, nothing about senior care or disabled care is ideal. So we can get out there and we will. We'll get out as quick as we can. A lot of times our care director, Ophelia, she'll actually go out and do it herself because you need a break. So yeah, we would love to come out, do our free assessments and start you on a path. But if you need help right away, call me because if I can't do it, I will help you find somebody that can. Well, I think that's important, you know, just as we get getting close to wrapping up, you, in your example there, you talked about how somebody contacted you for their mom or for their yes. parents. And, you know, one of the things I really wanted this podcast to be about is providing resources to women who are planning for retirement yes. beyond just talking about taxes and social security. Those things are, are critically important from a financial mm -hmm. perspective. But one of the things that can quickly detail someone's retirement journey is having to become a caregiver or being responsible for providing care for a family member. Uh, because whether it's the emotional side or again, unfortunately, and sometimes it is the financial side that does impact that, that woman who's taken responsibility for caring for her parents. That's why I want resources just like you to be able to get that out there. So people know who to turn to. That's one of the biggest things is where do we turn to for resources when you are dealing with these types of challenges? And you don't know what you don't know. When my mother, when it looked like my mother would be moving out here in 2016, I didn't know that there were companies that helped you find communities. I mean, I'm literally driving down the road going, ooh, that one looks good. And, I, and I'm not saying that to be funny. It is funny, but I didn't know. Well, then her health failed rapidly and she passed away. But, you know, you don't know. And that's why there are professionals that do everything in senior care. But if you don't know who they are and if you don't know how to contact them, they it doesn't help you any. And so many times, and what I'm starting to see right now is that there are multi-generational households and the care is falling on the youngest female. And she usually has a job. She usually has a couple of children herself and she's taking care of mom and dad, maybe grandma and grandpa, a great aunt and uncle. Right. And because sadly, a lot of women have gone through divorce. They've gone through their, their widows right. and they don't have, the, they don't have the preparation. And that's where I like to think somebody like me comes in because if you call me and say, this is what's going on, 
I will help you get to the Eric Blakes. I will help you get to the Heyman Hogues and find someone that can help you because sadly we aren't prepared. We aren't prepared to be our own caregiver. We aren't prepared to be other people's caregivers. So that, I believe that that is the worst thing that, that is facing women today is that, that time is coming that you're going to have to be a caregiver. You're going to need a caregiver and you don't know all the steps to take. I'm not being funny about this. You can make mistakes and those mistakes can be very, very bad. And that's what I want to keep people, keep women from doing is making a mistake that's going to cost them a lot of money, maybe cost them their health. And that's why, like I said, I get up every morning and go to work. I don't have to work, but I love what I do and I want to help other women. I've been through a divorce. I've been through the death of a spouse, spouse. So I know from both sides and I've been very fortunate, but a lot of people haven't. And that's what the people like Jules Hicks and Tiffany Ricketts and Sheila Williamson and the people that we all know, that's what we're here to help you with is don't, you know, navigating this bumpy, rocky path. Well, that's a perfect segue. So how can people get in touch with you? Website, phone numbers, anything you want to share on how people can best get best and be Well, you can go to our website, of course, that's firstclasscaregivers.com. It's all spelled out. You can email me. My email address is mary.greer at firstclasscaregivers.com. And you can call or text me. My phone number is 214-738-4939. And if you reach out to me, I will get back in touch with you. And even if it is something, even if it's a Medicare, Medicaid question that I don't accept, but you know, I know the guru and I'll send you straight to him. He was actually this week able to work with one of our single moms to get her dad into a facility next day that took Medicare, Medicaid pending. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mary. Please reach out to Mary Greer if you have questions or would like more information about how she can help you and your family and how first-class caregivers can help. We're also going to be sure, again, to share her contact information in the show notes. Uh, If you'd like to learn more about us at Blake Wealth Management, please visit our website at blakewealthmanagement.com. There you can learn more about our team, myself. You can access many of our free resources, including our newsletter, our YouTube, our blog. And if you're a woman that is less than five years from retirement and you have questions about how to optimize your social security benefits, minimize your lifetime tax liability and invest smarter, be sure to click that start here button that you're going to find on the website to learn more about our process for helping you make an educated and informed decision about whether we are the right firm to help you navigate your retirement journey. And thank you all for listening today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. That's it for today's episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast. We hope you found our insights and advice helpful in planning for a fulfilling retirement. Don't forget to take action on what you've learned today. 
Visit our website at blakewealthmanagement.com to learn more about our firm and review our Simply Retirement Roadmap process to get you on the right path to the retirement you deserve. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Thank you for joining us on this journey, and we look forward to helping you achieve your retirement goals. Remember, retirement is not the end of the road. It is the start of a new journey. So embrace it and make the most of it. Until next time, take care. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Blake Wealth Management. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Blake Wealth Management or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Blake Wealth Management, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.